Hashtag NSW. It's Marawa Sports Worldwide on a Thursday. Now, the CAF presidential election, you would have heard a little bit of, of that that was being played in the previous clip that we had. Uh, that's going to be on the 12th of March, 2021. And it looks like it's going to be the center of attraction on many different fronts. And both South Africans, though, will, of course, be rooting for one, uh, Patrice Motsipe, uh, to go top of the continental food chain. Now... Although the incumbent, Ahmed Ahmed, is no longer a factor for Mozipa in his bid, he still has a little bit of a, a strong contention from other contenders. I know that when Ahmed was pushed aside, people thought, oh, okay, well, this opens everything up now nicely um, for Patrice to ascend into the top position. But what, what does that actually bring? What does Mozipa himself find himself bringing to the table and indeed the head table of fifa since you know she'll also become a vice president of the global governing body should he triumph at the ballot in morocco mamadou gay is an outspoken member of the african football correspondence team he bets for the truth he'll stir the hornet's nest now and again but it's all part of what we are here for and that is why we greet him this evening. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Rob. And good evening to all your listeners. All right. Before, before we take a quick break, let, let me, let's just lead into where we are. So for the 12th of March, what is the situation and who's going to be competing against who? Look, all the remaining four candidates will have to go through the ethic committee. For integrity check, I'm the one of the vice president of FIFA. Then you sit in the FIFA council. Therefore, FIFA must consider you. I also even the confirmation of African football level. Uh, now, I see at the moment if FIFA is honest, if FIFA is genuine. If FIFA is truthful, the Mauritanian will be disqualified. Why? Because uh, one of the reasons President Ahmad was banned for five years was that he used CAF money to take 15 presidents of Football Federation in business class pocket money, five-star hotel, to Umran in Mecca. Now, one of the presidents that benefited to, into that trip is Ahmed Yahya, one of the candidates, the president of Mauritanian Football Federation. And uh, everybody is saying today that is the candidate of FIFA. FIFA is backing him. Then besides that, all the other three candidates, uh, Patrice Motsepe, Auguste Senghor, Jacques Anouma, I don't really know on which basis 
FIFA could disqualify them. Having said that, coming to the candidate, I spoke about it loudly and openly. Mm. Now, here we are interested in Patrice Mosete. Now, honestly speaking, I said it, I repeated it again, that uh, Mr. Patrice Mosete have a clear-cut chance to become the next president of CAF. Even for me, this is a big mistake. Those days when uh, Danny Jordan, I know, out of the blue, nominated uh, Tokyo Sequale for the FIFA position, that time I think it was totally wrong. Mm. Danny had it wrong. The right person at that time was supposed to be Patrice Motsepe. Mm. Now, he convinced Patrice Motsepe to run for CAF, which, honestly speaking, it's a different level of fighting. Mama, do, you, let, 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 me, let me ask you to stop there because we want to take this chat all the way to the top of the hour. Hashtag NSW. You're listening to Barrow Sports Worldwide. It's a Thursday today, chatting to African football correspondent. An open discussion and the conversation here around the CAF presidency and uh, who stands ahead of who. Obviously, the focus shifting slightly because for the first time, I don't know, maybe it's the first time in the first time, uh, Mamadou Gay, that there is almost a, a clear path for a candidate in the guise of a Patrice Mozepa to almost ascend into power. And before we took the break, you, you were still giving us an outline of what this means when you have to centralize the focus onto this one man and the kind of support that he is getting and also the fact that in, 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 in the previous time when you were saying that Danny Jordan got it wrong uh, when he was putting forward a Tokyo Sakhwale to you know, get into a FIFA presidency, that this time around things are slightly different. Maybe just expand quickly on the point that you were making. Yeah, it's uh, totally different because uh, to compete at the African level, it's much more, believe me, to compete at the FIFA level. And uh, Motsepe has everything that it will take for him to compete at world level. But uh, coming down to African level, there is a serious dynamic. You must know the people. And let me tell you, I've been following all the five candidates. And I've been talking, honestly speaking, to all the other four candidates. I am in South Africa. I stay in South Africa. I live in South Africa. But our South African candidate, you cannot access him. You cannot talk to him. You cannot see him. You cannot share ideas with him. Meanwhile, Daddy Jordan is smuggling people that used to insult him, to abuse him, and take them to Mutsepe. At the same time, you want us to help the men from far. I even ask him, how come we are in South Africa? We cannot see the men. We cannot talk to the men. You bring in people outside. It means really that you don't want to help Mutsipi because we know how we can contribute. Now, besides that, all South Africans must remember one thing. 
Danny Jordan, throughout his career as a SAFA president, he never won a single game in cup election. He himself, you remember, even before Ahmad became president of CAF, mm. Danny was contesting with Ahmad Madagascar for the position in the executive committee of CAF. The small Madagascar defeated Danny Jordan. All South African recall the election here for Kosafa. The election is taking place in your own country. Home advantage. He withdrew in the last minute because he knew he was going to be defeated. Now, you have somebody like that spearheading the campaign of Motsepe. And what other big blunder? As I say, I've been following the launch and what is happening with the other candidates. It's only in South Africa whereby when Dani decided to announce the candidacy of Motsepe, it was Safa, the Minister of Sport, no PSL, the most powerful soccer machine in the country, not present. If Motsepe becomes the CAF president, is he not going also to run PSL? He will be the boss of all the leagues in Africa. Your own PSL, you don't invite them. I say to myself, but this campaign is starting in the wrong footing. Everywhere else, even you remember in Ivory Coast, where was bitter election with Didier Drogba. But the minute that the SA announced the name of Jacques Anuma, all the three candidates that were running against each other, even Jacques was supporting one of them, but Jacques have to sit down with all of them to make peace, to bring unity behind him, which is not the case of uh, in South Africa here. All the three other candidates, for example, they made a press conference already. Our own here, until today, invisible. But people are coming from outside the country going to meet to discuss what campaign. It's a door-to-door business. I was going to get to that. What I was going to say to you, Mamadou, sorry to cut in there, because you're raising a very crucial point. The fact that ever since that press conference, we have not heard, and neither have we seen, the man who's going to be vying for that top job. And if it is a strategy that he is um, applying here, or implementing, if you want to say, is it the right strategy? So hold that thought. I want you to answer that straight after this. Hashtag NSW. African football correspondent Mamadou Gay is my guest right now as we chat to the race uh, for uh, the March. Do we call it an election? Will they be appointing? But hey, let's break it down. If, what I was saying, Mamadou, when I did cut you off, is that... If it was a strategy that is being implemented now of not being heard and not being seen and maybe doing some form of lobbying behind the scenes that is not seen or heard, how likely is that to work? No, I think uh, if this is uh, really a strategy, it is a very wrong strategy. That shows you already that uh, the other three candidates are seasoned campaigners in Africa 
they know exactly what they are doing. They know the feeling of Africans, the mentalities of Africans, and everything. There is no, nothing to hide. Where have you seen an election, uh, the ANC is campaigning, and they want to hide their campaign from the people? No! A campaign, you must be visible. People must know your intention, what you want to do, where you want to carry African football. And you see, that's why I am worried. That's why I mentioned Danny Jordan. And I think that Danny Jordan mm-hmm. is spearheading all these things. But uh, uh, to be honest myself, it's going to fail if it's continue like this. And uh, imagine the standing of Motsepe in Africa, the standing of Motsepe in the world, going to such an election and failing. Because the strategy they are applying is totally wrong. And as I said, believe me, I've been speaking. Let me tell you one other honest truth. I've been speaking to many presidents of football federations, even people sitting in CAF and FIFA executive committee. People are telling me wrong. If somebody like Ivan Koza was in front or part of this, believe me, Mamadou, Motsepe is going to win. It's not from me. Honest truth. Mm. Give, me, give me the context for that. What, what does that mean? It, it means that the guy, he built a relationship in Africa. Let me tell you one thing. During the World Cup 2010, even uh, Daddy, remember, he went to the Sekafa meeting there. What happened? I myself mm. at that time advised him because it's the African World Cup, why don't you invite all the 64 presidents of football federation? They can come for one or two days and go back. It's the African World Cup. FIFA won't blame you for spending money for football. That is using proper money for football, not going to Mecca. Nobody will blame you. Nothing happened. When people land at uh, uh, O.R. Tambo Airport. If we inform Dr. Koza, he will send a Mercedes Benz there. On but why? Own. How, how do, 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 g- g- give me how that ties up. Yeah. Th- this is football. This is about Ubuntu. If somebody is coming to you, you must welcome him nicely. That's the African way. But mm. people come to you, you don't even have time to drink coffee with them. Therefore, the entire continent, believe me, are saying that the 2010 World Cup in Africa was a South African and European World Cup. They were not welcome. They were not embraced. As I say, the man who was in the back seat, anytime he's informed that the general secretary of such a country is coming for the game, or the president of FA of such a country is coming. He welcomed them. Now, that is you and me wrong. We are mm. Africans. Sometimes those kind of little service feeling welcome has more value than if you give me even a million right now. Yes. Now, that is one of the factors. That is one of the truths.
in the African continent. It's from, not from me. Many people call me to say, well, we like that guy. We like that guy. You say, why? Because what I am explaining to you, I went to the Comor myself with a promise that they will have one kumbi after the World Cup. The cow were lying here in South Africa. They didn't know even where to pack them. But if, 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 we, if we look at something, and I was reading earlier today the article that was written by Mark Stratum, and uh, he had your views. He also had uh, the views of uh, the, uh, you know, soccer Africa panelist, uh, that is uh, Thomas Quinaite. And yeah. Thomas Quinaite seemed to think slightly differently to what you were thinking, saying that with everything that happens in, in football, especially at this level, there's a level mm-hmm. of the football politics that also kicks in. Um, and the interesting thing was that with, with the four people that are left, do they not need to then go through a, a vetting process within the ethics committee? Yeah, definitely. All of them will go. I started from there uh, by saying that the only one I will put a question mark at this stage is the guy from Mauritania. I explain why and uh, why I think the other three will go through if FIFA is really genuine. I did explain that. I think one other aspect also that you can mention was the involvement of the government. The involvement. Let, let me tell you, or give you two quick examples. In Senegal, when Senghor declared his candidacy, he said that he was waiting for the government green light. I don't believe in that. But after that, what happened, he was received by the head of state of the country, President Makisal. Makisal received him, and Makisal told him that the entire country is behind you. He even called some of his ministers to support Senghor. That's how it happened in Senegal. In Ivory Coast, they went even further. They took the matter to cabinet. It was what on the agenda of the cabinet meeting. After the meeting of cabinet, the government spokesperson came out to say that during our meeting, we decided under the president of the republic, Alassane Ouattara, to back Jacques Anouma. We will back him politically, diplomatically, financially, and I am already dedicating five ministers, the Minister of Foreign Affairs, the Minister of Finance, just to mention those two, to make sure that he's got all kind of lobbying and support. That is another approach. Then you can see the dynamic behind it. This is not something to take lightly that I am a candidate. The minister comes there, sit down, answer some questions. In the beginning, it was difficult for him even. He was hesitant in expressing himself for such a big event. Then from there, we didn't hear until today from government side. We didn't hear until today from Mutepe. We don't hear from Danny Jordan. 
But with all the candidates, we hear something positive and new every day. And okay. they are already talking to other presidents of Asia. And in Africa, sometimes you come, the guy say, well, mm. I like you, I want to vote for you, but you came late, sorry. I already promised to ABCD. That's why I say the entire strategy here is wrong. All right, let's 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 pause on that. Let's take the news because there's a lot to delve in as we look at the candidates and who has a stronger view. And we also take a very strong exception to some of the outside views that are being taken um, about agendas and all sorts of things. We run a very open platform. We run a platform where we reach out and say, make people available. By people not being available does not ever mean that the conversation stops. It does not mean that. It's 2020. I think we we all need to grow up slightly. We all need to understand the value of communication. And when we do communicate, that is what we do. We don't have a talk show that has silence, ever. So let's get that into our psyche and into our understanding. Hashtag NSW. Right, a big thanks there to Princess Anne Musa for the news at the top of the hour. We're chatting to Mamadou Gay um, on the CAF presidential elections. And one thing I must state on this radio show, and I'm going to say it once and once and for all, is that if there's one thing that really gets to me and irritates me, and I've heard it for so many years through different people and different voices because people become one day custard, the next day they ice cream, the next day they want to become jelly, is that... When you start on the sidelines listening to a show and accusing a show of having an agenda, what I ask of you is what is your agenda? Because if you have one, please step forward so that we can hear it. Mamadou Gay is somebody who, in that clip that we played before, was said under the circumstances that he found himself in that he cannot be banned from South Africa because we are a democracy. Why ban him? So why, why should it be a problem now for him to talk on the, on the radio? What is your agenda? What is so wrong with having an open discussion about the CAF presidential elections? We do not work under pressure or under duress or under threat. And if anybody in their right minds, and I don't care what office you hold you should step forward and make yourself announced because if we are that true democracy that is spoken about then this conversation should not be a problem Mamadou Gay I hope you're still there I hear a heartbeat which means that he is off and we will continue though the conversation because it's an important one and as I say that, the, the, the mandate that's been set, and, and, and when things happen from year to year, and from individual to individual, you know, one day the people at rugby and Saro will tell you that you have an agenda when you talk about transformation, and the people from cricket will tell you you've got an agenda, and then the next thing, cricket is collapsing, people are resigning, others are being fired, others are being suspended, and you say, exactly, that is why we had that conversation, because whatever it is that you're running is a mess. 
you know, and then now in a democracy, you run a show and a conversation about the CAF presidency, and all of a sudden, people are starting to catch feelings. It doesn't work that way. It, it truly doesn't. It, we've heard that so many times. And if we wanted to, we would have choral music shows or, I don't know, break dancing or spinning on your head type of thing, whatever it is. But we have a certain mandate to fulfill. And there is always the Broadcasting Complaints Commission that people must go to and complain if we are overstepping the line. Mama Duque, good evening. Yes. Thanks. Let's, Wonderful yeah. Roy, yeah, so, sorry about that. I've got all of three minutes because we've got to give somebody 20,000 rand shortly. Let, let's sum okay. it up in, in, in the two minutes, uh, Mamadou, that the direction where we're sitting right now, if things don't change strategy-wise, who would you rank from number one to number four? Look, uh, the, if things stay the way it is, I will rank uh, Jacques Anouma number one. And mm -hmm. uh, Senor, obviously, number two. Then uh, Mauritania, number three. And Motsepe, number four. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. And... You know, Mamadou, the one thing that I appreciate about you is that you say it the way it is. One day you'll work and be aligned with this one and that one. I don't really care what you do when your phone is down and you're not chatting to us. That is your business. But I always have a problem when people make the business of radio their business and want to steer where our editorial narrative should be going. The platform was about the elections. It became about the elections. It will be forever about the elections. And I thank you, sir, for your honesty, and we'll call upon you again. Whether thank you're in you. South Africa, Ivory Coast, you can be underground somewhere in Mogadishu. We will call you, we will find you. But thank you so much for gracing us and with your presence. there for your listeners. Thank you. That's the key word for the listeners. And maybe yeah. that is what some people need to get into their heads, that this is not about me and Mamadou chatting. It is to talk to the listener. Thank you, Mamadou. Save your airtime. We'll be chatting to you Merci soon. Beaucoup. Merci. That's Mamadou Gay, African football correspondent, uh, chatting to us right here on Mara Sports World.